Diane. It's 6.38 p.m. Here in New York, it is 66 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly sunny. Precipitation chance of about 1%. Humidity is about 50. Pretty low wind speeds. Pretty pretty calm mid-May day. Welcome to Twin Peaks Peaks. My name is Ashley Brandt. I'm Matthew Olson. We're back again. We're here. We're fulfilling our promise that we made last week. David Lynch has kept up his weather reports. We love him for it. Today was a gray day in Los Angeles. Um, And he did a little mental math. He converted Fahrenheit to Celsius for us. I have not fact-checked it. I have no inclination to. I believe David Lynch when he says that 60 degrees Fahrenheit is about 16 degrees Celsius. And uh, I say, until we get an LA correspondent, uh, why even bother questioning, you know, his his readings of the weather? Uh, we'll just take it as bond. And maybe if this stretches on, we'll, we'll see about fact checking our king uh, <laughs> at a later date. But yeah, we're back. Um, and I promised uh, last week's episode, I promised that we would go over some stats about the show if oh, you listeners did. were interested. I haven't heard this yet. What I will say is um, 79 downloads of, of last week's episode. They were the all on accident. Six days. <laughs> Are there 73 um, unsubscribes? So I can't see subscriptions or or unsubscriptions. Like That, that stuff is not accessible to me. Um but what I will say is that, or I guess what I'll say to those 79 downloads, assuming each one is a different person, um, why? <laughs> first, why? Second, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. But first, why? Uh, Ooh, wow. Yeah. Um, the horror of being perceived. It's truly terrifying. Actually, are there any insights you particularly want to have about how our show is doing after three years of silence and then we came back because of 30 seconds of the weather um yeah what's the most popular episode and do we have any download spikes um our most popular episode by a country mile i believe is the finale is part 17 and 18 oh my god Um, (laughs) so a lot of people finishing the return and i guess then rather than listening to the rest of our show uh, or maybe having, you know, fallen off and just deciding, you know what, I don't really need to hear what they have to say about parts. I, I could see like anyone. Two through whatever. I could see anyone finishing the finale and then being like, I need to know more about that specifically. It's why I watch, it's why I watch those YouTube video essays. Exactly. Like there's, there's a certain amount of sense to it. Um, what I will say, and this seems to hold pretty true, I can, God, I can do all time and see the last few years of my life represented, uh, in weird fucking data spikes. So obviously the most activity was when, uh, the return was on, but there are little spikes and like, I see little spikes towards the beginning of the year because I think people will like have their like new year's resolution be like i'm gonna finally watch twin peaks or i'm gonna watch it again i'm gonna listen to a podcast and then they pick us so that's kind of neat wow Um, that's cool people like picking us and sticking with it i will say though (laughs) prior (laughs) prior to us reactivating the feed there was maybe a tiny spike like right as 
places in the U.S. started to go into quarantine. Oof, yeah. So some people decided, hey, I'm going to watch Twin Peaks and I'm going to listen to this show. And then went right back down to like close to zero activity. And then we just barge in being like, who wants to hear about the weather? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this... um. The internet is written in ink, et cetera, et cetera. Matt, do you feel smarter now or do you think you were smarter when we started this podcast? I did not expect to go to to such a real place. What I feel like you can't you can't pose that question to me without first answering it yourself. Oh my god. Okay. Um I think I was smarter when we started this podcast because I was like we were both coming off of like a long bout with academia. Um, but I think that I am like more, obviously like I am more like adult now, but I am like more capable of like practical things, I think. Um, and I'm also on antidepressants. So that makes a difference. About with academia is a good way of putting it. Like it was something that we, uh, you know, had to recover from. I think I am, by most measures that would get you, say, recognition or clout on the internet, objectively dumber. Um, I think, <laughs> I think the version of myself that started this podcast with you and then picked it back up around the return was like all about you know putting my personality out there perhaps at personal expense, but also perhaps for gain. Uh, the heady days of economic security for content creators that were 2017, you know, you could parlay your podcast into, you know, a six, seven figure deal with uh, some streaming service that was going to evaporate within a year's time. You know, these things were possible then and we don't have it now. And now I would have to be like a TikTok teen. Uh <laughs> in order to to you know achieve a similar level i do think though that i am a functional adult in ways that i definitely wasn't especially at the start of this show like especially in portland you went on antidepressants i uh started seeing a therapist you know these things they, they help yeah they they do big time uh highly recommend them if you're thinking about them especially in these unprecedented times um, I will say it's been very weird living through what is essentially a second dot-com bubble burst. <laughs> this is a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into the details of, like, New York media because that's its own inside baseball inner sanctum that nobody really wants to hear about um, unless you're a blue check what, on Twitter. What people really want to hear about is not our own personal growth or the ways that uh, we manage our neuroses, they really want to know why we haven't just fucking tried TM already. I mean, we <laughs> think about David Lynch all the time and that's all he talks about. And yet... Okay, I can't meditate um, and I can't do yoga because being alone with my thoughts is not relaxing. And it's something I do enough as it is. <laughs> and in this Hollywood Reporter article... Uh, how I'm living now with David Lynch uh, from 420 2020 he says that you have to have a one-on-one -on -one teacher to get started he suggests that if you want to start transcendental meditation in these unprecedented times 
you and your transcendental meditation teacher should sit six to eight feet apart to get started. I do. I do appreciate that he is at least adhering to the bare minimum of like social distancing guidelines in this. But also, I just don't think you should be encouraging people to go and find a new teacher IRL at this time. Yeah. Um, you would think that this whole David Lynch Foundation and this new YouTube channel uh, would maybe lean into the virtual learning sphere. But I don't know. I mean, we haven't tried TM, to be fair. So maybe there really is some in-person magic. All respect to, to, to David being about what he's about, whatever. We're just weirdos who talk about his shit on the internet. So who are we to judge? But, <laughs> uh, you know, he's also saying earlier in this Hollywood Reporter article that like isolation's just been fine for him. He's just been, I, respect, he's been staying at home, not having to go out, which is a thing that lots of wealthy creators have been able to do. Uh, and he finds it perfectly fine, which is great. I, I want him to have a good time, but there is a bit of privilege bound up in that. And so for him to then turn around and be like, now it's a great time to start, <laughs> just meet at a park <laughs> and have a tape measure so you can, like, man, just, I don't know. He thinks that on the other side of this, there's going to be a more spiritual, kinder, friendlier, um, more caring world. And that's some really good rich person logic at work right there. Because I think that the rest of us are kind of becoming accelerationists at this point. Yeah, when we're not all resurrecting our long dead podcast feeds to broadcast our thoughts into the world, I think we're all like, well, maybe maybe David's a little bit right, you know? If this is giving us all time to get in touch with, like, what our mind's eye wants and, you know, the kind of political revolution that we want to occur in the next five years, um, you know, maybe he's got a point, actually. I've just convinced myself back around into it. You know, if, if you can wrap your mind <laughs> you around, that, around that rich person logic, <laughs> I'm here for you. I mean, like, I will admit, like, it is nice to be at my home and I at the beginning of this was like looking forward to doing some stuff that I do not have a chance to do right now um but I would like to do it I don't know it gave me I don't know there was something like mildly productive about that unstructured time mildly like not productive in like a a, a consumerist way but like productive in a like space to think way sure um, I am seeing here, though, we should have read this much closer before we hit record, but that's not what the listeners are here for. Uh, David does say, he does shoot down rumors that he's working on a Netflix show, and then he says of uh, What Did Jack Do, the short that got uploaded. Um, it's a great show about a monkey. It's something you've got to see, and it will really help you in quarantine. So strike the record, strike the last 15 minutes. I take back everything positive I've said about what David had to say about quarantine life. <laughs> for i think for next week we should both rewatch the monkey show and um discuss whether it has helped us in quarantine or not you're right maybe maybe i'm too quick to shoot it down okay we'll do that yeah we we have some content to digest here he does also say that he would prefer tv series to films moving forward um he says that you know feature films are in big trouble in his book uh, I think talking about like videos going to on demand and like lower theater viewership, which cer certainly is going to be a factor uh, in the year 2020 and probably moving forward. 
Um, so maybe we'll see another David Lynch TV series. Possibly. I feel like we're getting too close almost to what the topic of this show is supposed to be about. Um, oh, so I'm actually, ready why don't you to tell veer me... us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell me uh, what other things you've been uh, consuming of late beyond 30-second weather reports? Um, so last week, the New York Times had this really great oral history of Mad Max Fury Road. Honestly, like normally fuck the New York Times, but Kyle Buchanan is great and he came over from Vulture and he did like a really fantastic write-up about the production history of Mad Max Fury Road and kind of like there have been so many rumors about like it being a really difficult set, but like obviously it is like one of the most beloved like modern movies of all time and like was a tremendous like critical success um, and broke even at the box office. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, this is my favorite movie of all time, and I'm, like, very obsessed with it. I've seen it in theaters 12 times. So, uh, I was consuming all of that content. They announced that there is a prequel in the works, um, which is set to film after George Miller's current project with Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton finishes up. However, he does not know when that will finish up because they cannot film due to coronavirus, which loops me back to David Lynch in that I need George Miller, David Lynch, and Werner Herzog to all stay indoors, stay safe. These are, we can't, we can't afford to lose them. I mean, as we've discussed, uh, David's doing just fine with that. So, yeah, um, there's hope for, for George and Werner. Um, as for my input, because that's the segue, that's how I'm segueing into that (laughs) (laughs) podcast hosting. It's like riding a bike. You don't forget. Um, (laughs) I've actually been watching, uh, Twin Peaks, The Return, but there's already approximately, uh, 30 hours of me talking about that show on this feed. So you don't need to hear that again. I would like to talk about. Uh, a show called Taskmaster. Are you familiar with what Taskmaster is, Ashley? That name like rings a bell and I feel like I don't like it. Ooh, okay, we'll see here. Uh, how do you feel about British panel TV shows? I don't like them. You don't like them? Well, this is going to be a painful conversation for you then. No. Um, <laughs> Taskmaster is what all of those shows should be in some way. I think the 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 problem the, there there are two problems with with British panel shows. One is that they are extremely hit or miss based on the actual like comic talents of who's assembled. Yeah. So you can have a show where you're like, "Oh man, Richard Iowati is here. I'm laughing whenever he's talking, but not when anybody else is talking." Right. I've seen some Simon Amsell clips which I I like a lot. There you go. Yeah. Um so it really depends on the the makeup and because they can just turn these out, it's not always going to be like the best people. Uh, second is that it's just inherently boring to watch people sit down at some level. Like 
if if you got a quality cast, you can kind of binge through it, but it's very passive watching in a sense, even if it's mm-hmm. like a game show format. Um, this is also why it's they none of them none of them work well when they're brought over to the states because comedians of the states are just worse at making do with less uh, to to go off of for for bits and stuff. That's why that's why carpool karaoke exists is because they're just like man, we're so bad at sitting down and talking. What if we put us in a car and then we sang along to songs all silly like like. And that also explains, like, Jimmy Fallon's whole shtick. And I will say, as someone who works in the industry in a time when we are all pivoting to Zoom talk shows, and as someone who has hosted a podcast, it is a lot harder to sound interesting than you think. Your friends are all just trying to make you feel better and move on so that they can say their next thing. You are not as funny as you think you are. Pointed sounds like it's directed <laughs> exactly at me. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but as someone in the, you know what I mean. Like you yes, can, yes, you yes. can, you can pitch like really great talent, but like it, what it takes to fucking like vamp and turn on like that, it's so much harder than you think it is. And that is why Taskmaster is a good show, is because uh, as devised by Alex Horn, uh, the creator, uh, you have a a set cast for each series of five comedians, and every episode is a collection of tasks that they had to engage in. And these tasks are all set and devised by by Horn, and they're shot months before. Uh, This is not like an all-live affair, and they're like frequently like completely wild asks that they then have, you know, anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour to several days to accomplish. And they edit down these attempts into actually, like, entertaining, well-paced clips. It's so much more work than the actual panel show is, but it's essentially just, you know, for the viewer, a better panel show. Uh, And so that has been, like, one of my major uh, time sinks during during these times is they've just been uploading the series to its official YouTube channel. Some of the fucking comedians they have, you realize are genuinely brilliant at like spatial reasoning and like problem solving, (laughs) which is all the more entertaining. Like at a certain point you stop being like, ha ha, funny, funny person do funny thing. And you're just like, holy fucking shit. This person who makes the yuck yucks is also like secretly kind of a genius. Anyway, I like it. You're kind of selling me on this. You, you you should give it a shot, is what I'm saying. And I okay. should stop talking about it, because I talked about it for about four solid minutes. Look, I mean, I just, I went at it with Mad Max Fury Road, and I have to say, if you haven't seen the black and white version, you should. I am going to say, I am 99% certain you have professed your love for Fury Road on this podcast before. Somewhere back in the archives. I mean, look, maybe maybe now that they're doing the prequel, maybe we'll get the wasteland. All I'm saying is George Miller, stay home. George Miller, stay home. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, and you don't have to go out, please stay home. I mean, especially with us here in New York, there's lots of people who are not taking that to heart, and Ooh. it is frustrating. It is scary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so long as David keeps doing these reports i guess we'll keep checking in i don't want to make like big grand promises of like schedule and so forth because after recording this one of us has to edit it and all that but you know it's fun 
sorry i got i literally got a work email and like my yeah i guess i guess i will say this time around if you are listening to this uh feel free to just shoot an at at the at twin peaks peaks account on twitter just like even just a thumbs up emoji to indicate like hey i gave it a listen sure i liked it uh, yeah, it doesn't like, need to be anything more than that. You know, give us some engagement. Give us a, a heart. If you see, if you see, let's say if you see an article uh, that's in the realm of what we discussed uh, today uh, that you think that we should look at and maybe discuss on a future installment, you know, drop drop the link. No guarantees that we'll actually do it, but drop the link. Drop the link. I, I want to say, like, what else do we have to do? But I am literally, like, reading a work email right now. So clearly I have things to do. <laughs> I like how before we started recording, you're just like, we got to make sure that we're on the ball in terms of podcast hosting. And by the end of it, it's just like, I got work emails now. <laughs> I am. I should stop speaking. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> This is this has been Twin Peaks Peaks. I'm Matthew Olson. Not got anything to plug. Um, <laughs> I'm Ashley Brandt, and I'm still on Twitter. Um, that's all I got. Don't forget to brush your teeth, Harriet. <laughs>